Okay, great. Yes. First, I want to thank everybody for coming here. I want to thank the 20 sponsors. It's such a pleasure. It's such an honor to have these kind of sponsors specifically for this class. Uh, I can't tell you the, the amount of challenges that I had just making it to my own house at 8.30 to give this class. I can't, I can't tell you the day I had. And anytime we talk about Tikkun Akhlali, it's it's always it's always nothing but headaches and, and obstacles because obviously tonight's class will change a lot of people. And tonight's class is is one of the things that how I got to Reb Nachman's teachings was uh, understanding the importance of the sexual purity. The purpose of tonight's class is not to give you guilt or shame. The purpose of tonight's class is to give you a groundbreaking tool that Reb Nachman gave us and almost risked his life for, almost risked his children for 250 years ago. And he gave us a specific 10 Psalms that we could say to purify ourselves of all of these situations that we're going through today. Um, tonight's class is going to be talking about Tikkun Akhlali. Tikkun Akhlali is 10 Psalms that Reb Nachman came out with. And these 10 Psalms have the power to eradicate the sin due to sexual promiscuity or spilling the seed or even women, unfortunately, that have relationships with other people, it's still, this still has an effect. And what happens is, is there's a lot of past sins that we've created that we've never really dealt with that. It's almost like, you know, you have a parking ticket or you have a ticket that you never dealt with. Next thing you know, that, that ticket was $18. Next thing you know, it's $5,000 and you have to go to court for it. It's pretty much the same thing spiritually. There's a lot of things we haven't been de- we haven't dealt with, and Rav Nachman says that through the Tikkun Akhlali, the thing that we're going to talk about tonight, it, it has the power to eradicate all the sins that you've made, things that you know about, things you don't know about. That's what's called the general remedy. So this class is both for men and women. Um, I'm going to give you over 12 to 13 benefits of saying this class. Specifically, why I chose this week specifically to make this class is because this is a, this week we have a partial, double parsha. The parsha is called Chukas Balak, and we know Balak. Balak tried to curse the Jews through Bilam, and what happens is, is in Bilam tried to curse them, and he tried to curse them first. He tried to curse them through, through, um, through, through one time through the mountaintop, and then he says, "Listen, you can't curse the Jews because the Jews are blessed people." So every curse turned into a blessing. The second curse was, one of them was because they dwell alone. They stay in their own lane. Another one is because they, um, they're very secret. They're very careful that they don't share their tent with each other. So basically, there was three blessings that Bilam tried to curse us. And he completely failed, and those curses ended up becoming blessings. But there was one thing that he used at the end of the partial, which he talks about. He says, listen, I'm going to get them this way. But if I can't get them through the curses, I know one way to get them. So what did he do? He set up these tents. And he set up these Midianite women. And they came out. It was like a, back then it was a store. It was, it was like a, let's say a flea market, an open market. They offered the goods 50% off. The Jews came in and basically had relations. They got drunk and they had relationships with these Midianite women. And this caused, unfortunately, 24,000 people that died. And this is where we, we get this concept that the tremendous damage that can be caused by sexual immorality, et cetera. The reason why also I'm going to give this class to you guys is because a lot of rabbis are not going to talk about this. A lot of people are not going to talk about this. It's not something that people talk about a lot. 
because they feel awkward saying it, but it's one, it's the biggest elephant in the room. It's it could be responsible for your soulmate. Could be responsible for having your the money problems you're having today. It could be responsible for your spiritual and clarity today. It could be responsible for the ability not to even pray. There's so much that that fixing the Brit, the fixing this situation can can change a person's life. I mean, even the um, the secular world has came out with a challenge. I came out with the 40 day challenge through my sequin quality four or five years ago, but they've came out with a challenge called the no fat challenge. And you can look this up on YouTube and it basically tells you, and it shows you see videos of regular people, not even Jewish. You see videos of hundreds of people showing how they completely changed their lives. They had more energy. They had stronger confidence. Their, their faces um, lit up. I mean, literally almost exactly the benefits that Rab Nachman's going to talk to us that Tikkun HaKali does. So the, the benefits of saying these psalms, the benefits of um, being careful with the situation, with, the, with, with spilling seed and all that, it's, it's one of the most game-breaking things you could do. Um, so let's start first by, by talking about Lesson 36. So Rav Nachman says in Lesson 36 that the, 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 he says here, this is why Bilam advised Balak to entice the Jews with immorality in order to ruin their vessels. What does a vessel mean? Basically, light comes down through the spiritual channels of Shefa. It goes through all the ten Tzirot, Keters, Chochmah, Binadat, etc. And it goes all the way down to Mahut. Mahut is the lowest level, which is the vessel, which is the Kali. But right before Mahut, there's this concept called Yesod. Yesod refers to the male organ, refers to a person having uh, purity in this department. So all the Shefa goes strictly to there, and then it gathers there, and it, 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 and it transfers from Yesod to, to Mahut based on the person's spiritual um, spiritual energy or, or, or spiritual energy with the Brits. So Ramnachman tells us here, Bilam advised Balak to entice them with immorality in order to ruin their vessels. And this is what he did. He caused them to ruin their vessels. Because he knows, listen, if I get you with spilling the seed, if I get you going out with the wrong types of girls, what's going to happen is I'm going to take away your mazal. We, we know that the whole world today is infatuated with this concept of mazal. Mazal, mazal tov. Oh, wow, he has good mazal. He has bad mazal. He has good mazal. How do I change my mazal? The number one way to change your luck and to change your mazal, as we say the words, moti zel is mazal. Mazal means luck. It also means to drip like the flow of shepherd, to keep the flow going. But one thing that could change your mazal is is a person, uh, unfortunately, watching porn, uh, spilling seed. This can create his mazal, not to create a flow of shefa. So Rabbi Nachman says that the more a person has this issue with this problem, the more likely he's going to have difficult in business. Why? Because there's no flow. The flow is not coming. There's no flow of pipeline. There's no flow of shefa. There's a stoppage. Or the money that he's going to make it's going to go really quickly. So you can see, oh, wow, this guy's making so much money, but as soon as he makes it, he loses it. So the ability to, with, to withstand and to hold the bracha, mazal, motizel alabatala, is the numerical value, is the, is the first words of mazal, it's motizel alabatala, which is spilling the seed. There's a connection which we're going to talk about 
between spilling the seed and joy. So this is the way the pattern usually happens. First, we lose our emuna. Let's say in business or let's say in a relationship, we lose our emuna, we lose our faith, we get depressed or we get angry or we get sad or we get hopeless. After that, the Yetzirah, the Satan knows that as soon as you get into that state where you feel like completely hopeless is the number one way you're going to fall into this problem. Why? Because the Satan, the Satan's, mother, the Satan's wife's name is L-I-L-I-T-H, which is the wife of the devil, God forbid. And she's responsible to get you, she's responsible to entice you, and then she's responsible to prosecute you. So the word, this name, which we can't say, is responsible for the yelala. Yelala refers to as a person moaning and groaning. So there's a connection between if a person is sad and, and unfortunately, de- unfortunately depressed spiritually, he's not going to be able to beat this. Because one of the things that you need is you need to, be, you need to have strength. Because you, the challenge that you have in this department is one of the biggest challenges. Rav Nachman said 250 years ago, that three quarters of the world has this problem. This is back then in Ukraine. I would say today, the conversations that I hear, I would say it's 99% of, this, of the world has this issue. And if you look at one of the things that we keep on seeing from this virus, that it keeps on standing out, is this concept called six feet. Six feet. Why not seven feet? Why not five feet? Why not nine feet? What does the word six mean in Kabbalah? The word six means yesod. It means the numerical, it's the symbol for the organ for this issue. Like you see today, there's no raves going on. There's no carnivals in Brazil going on. There's no massive, you know, what's going on. Strip clubs are closed. There's a major cleansing in the world because one of the things that causes the world to be destroyed is this problem with sexual immorality. I don't know if you guys have seen, but there, there's been so many rainbows. We've, I've seen so many rainbows. Every day you see another rainbow. You see another rainbow. You see triple rainbows. You see double rainbows. You've never seen so many rainbows in your life. What a rainbow means is God's telling you, listen, I made a deal with you that I'm not going to destroy the world, but this is the sign showing you that I'm not going to destroy it. I mean, they should have destroyed it because I'm going to show you the covenant, the deal that I made with you. So we're not even allowed to really look at a rainbow and say, oh, what a pretty rainbow. Because the rainbow sickness is, is showing that Hashem, Hashem is angry with the world. Hashem is angry with the world. He should have destroyed the world, but he has rachamim on the world. So a rainbow is not, it's not, we say the bracha of, we speak about the, the, the blessing that he, the, the pact that he made with us. So a rainbow represents mercy in this problem, in this situation. So now we know 90, I would say 90 to 95%. Sometimes I get a, I get a phone call, Shalom Bayit issues. Like, no, no problem. They're, they're going to a therapist. But I tell the guy, I ask the guy, hey, listen, what's going on? Are you watching any porn? Are you watching this? Yeah, but what does that have to do with anything? Um, it has everything to do with everything. Because if you're coming home watching porn, and you come home to your wife, and your wife sees a, 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 a negative ruach, a negative spirit on your face, automatically she wants to run away from you. So people are not realizing that the, the amount of divorces today 
do the two people walk on watching porn? Do the people masturbate? What happens is, is your wife sees, or your, your significant other sees your face. And she either sees light on your face, or she sees massive darkness on your face. Again, I'm not a rabbi, nor will I ever be a rabbi. But I know if God put me in this position, it's because I came from that world. I came from that world of throwing parties in South Beach and, and, and losing every dollar that I had. And, and, and feeling completely depressed and feeling, having massive anxiety and, and not knowing what it was. And I didn't realize until I read, uh, until there was a song, there was a line in the book called, um, in the book called the Advice, it said, sexual immorality leads to poverty. So I didn't understand how come everything I touched was, was, was not working. Everything I touched had no luck to it. I felt like my luck was completely gone. And whatever I did was just, Nothing went, nothing went through. Everything had a hole in it. And then I recognized, oh, my God, there's a connection between poverty, money, and sexual immorality. I had no idea about this. And then once I read the Tikkun Klali, that's when I started fixing this problem. And I think 20, 17, 18 years, I've been saying the Tikkun Klali every day. What the Tikkun Klali does specifically is it puts back the spark, the seed. Because what happens is when a person spills the seed, that seed becomes a demon. And it comes, it becomes like a half of, half of, it has no soul. So it's, it's like a half of, a, half of spirit. So it goes to the person that attaches it to him. And what does it, what does it do? It, it agitates the person. There are three things that are called klipot. There are four klipot, but there are three klipot specifically. A klipa is a shell. A klipa is a, a husk. A klipa is something that covers good. For example, you see a person and you tell them, wow, you know, you should, you should keep Shabbat. Look how beautiful Shabbat is. Oh, my God, you should get married to a Jewish girl. But they're like, why would I get married to a Jewish girl? Ugh, not for me. So it's not that his true self doesn't want to be married to a Jewish girl. It's that he has a shell. He has a negative spirit. He has a, something blocking him, not seeing that, oh, my God, this is the girl I need to be married. I, but I'd rather go out with this girl. I'd rather go out with that girl. He gets distracted with other girls because his, there's klipot on him. Klipot means there's outer shells, outer energies, outer negative energies that are not allowing this person to see the truth, to see, oh my God, this is what I should be doing. So what happens is this department, when a person feels this, he creates these klipot. And these klipot surround him. And they agitate him. And they, there's three things specifically. This is what we get this from, Yehezkel's vision. Um, the first klipa is called a ruach sa'ara. It's called a, a storm wind. So imagine living your life with a constant wind of negativity. You know, you see those people that are so negative. You see 18-year-olds, 19-year-olds, 21-year-olds, 22-year-olds. They wake up. They don't want to get out of bed. There's, everything's negative to them. They have, a, they have a, a ruach. A ruach means a spirit of despair. Um, just nothing is, nothing is nothing. There's like nothing to life. Everything's negative. You know, uh, it's just, it's a constant, it's a constant negativity. There's no positivity in the world. This hopeless despair attitude that comes from this concept called Ruach Sa'ara. That is one of the things that Klippot do. They give you a very negative spirit. They make you spiritually depressed. They make you lose your hope in life. They make you despair. And you see this, you see so many young kids today. That they get to this 21 years old, and they're like, oh my God, the world's over. And they have such negativity. 
Where is this coming from? 99% of the time, it's coming from uh, excessive masturbation, excessive spilling the seed. And what happens after they spill the seed and excessive masturbation? Then they start smoking the marijuana. So now you have the problem now. Now you have spilling the seed. And after spilling the seed, you get depressed from that. Now you, get, you take marijuana to calm down the anxiety. And there you go. And this is the youth today. This is the youth that we're dealing with today. This is why we have such chaos in the world. This is marijuana, masturbation. This is what we're seeing today in the streets. It looks like Gotham City out there. It looks like we need Batman out there in New York. But this is the quality of, of mindset that we have today, unfortunately. It's beyond my imagination. So that is called the Ruxara, a negative spirit. The second Kalipa is called a gray cloud. The gray cloud represents a person having complete brain fog, a person having completely disfocused, um, being constantly blank. Like he, he doesn't have any motivation for anything. Where do you want to go? I, I don't know. Just no motivation, playing video games all day. Just no motivation to do anything. Just like a, a blank fog, like a, a complete blank. That's called a gray cloud. It's like a great cloud in a person's life. That's the second, cl- that's the second thing a Kalipa does. The third thing is called a flashing fire. Flashing fire is this impulsive desire for sex, this impulsive desire for drugs, this impulsive desire for anger, not being in control of your emotions, um, anxiety, agitation, so if you see the spiritual, these are spiritual things. Of course, they manifest in anxiety. Of course, they may manifest in the, in the depression. But these are really clipots. These are the things that agitate a person. They make the person agitated. So Rav Nachman came out with these 10 Psalms. And these 10 Psalms have the power to take these demons and these clipots that are causing such array of disaster, mental disaster, mental disarray, and they put these clipots back to its place. So that's why I tell people, the number one thing we need to focus on is cleansing, cleansing. If you, you can have the most beautiful cup, and I can give you the most beautiful water, but if that cup is dirty, everything, that, all the water is going to come, is going to eventually come dirty. So the first thing I work with people is you have to work on the Brits. First, let's do the Tikkun 40-day challenge, stop this, stop this. Because without that, you really can't get into second base. We really can't get into second base. So the NoFap Challenge, if you look at it on YouTube, you're going to see people's lives completely change because this is one of the greatest things that a person can do, a man, is his job is to get married. His job is to really, because he's not going to be able to really fix this too long by himself. That's why a person's job is to get married and to be able to go to, to, to meet his wife. Also, when, you, when, a, when a couple is married and they're not keeping the mix well, this is also can create this, it can create a very negative spirit also in the house and create a lot of friction, get a lot of shalom bayit problems. So your ability for specifically some woman like, yeah, I'm not into the mikvah thing, I'm not into this. You have no idea how much the mikvah thing is important, not only for you, but it's important for your husband. Because what happens is if your husband is, doesn't blemish this problem, then he's not getting this negatively. He's going to become more spiritual automatically. So that's why another thing we need to understand. It has a big connection spiritually. So people say, you know, a lot of people say, oh, my husband doesn't want to be spiritual. My husband doesn't want to be spiritual. He's doing this. He's doing that. He's doing that. But they're not keeping nida. 
and he dies in one of the most important things. Believe me, the Torah does not give you anything in the world that's going to hurt you. Keeping me dies, being able to separate two weeks of the year, so you're able to reunite with your wife, and it's like a brand new marriage. And you can see today that people get they get tired easily, but when we have when you keep nida, you're able to rectify that situation. So back to the tikkun aklali. I'm going to post the link on the tikkun aklali. Tikkun aklali represents ten psalms that Rav Nachman came out with. They have to be said in an order. They also have to be better to be said before nightfall. Some opinions say you could say it at nightfall, but most important, you could you could say it during the day. Now you're going to ask me also, are women supposed to say it? Absolutely, women also, because remember, when a woman has relationships with a guy, she's transferred the guy's dot. I said Adam knew Chava. So when a person has relationship with with people, what's happening? He's get she's getting or he's she's getting the piece of his dot through the, through the sexual, um, through the sexual transmission. So it's not like you're getting, you know, sometimes a person has relations with the guy and they feel horrible, they feel shame because you're getting the energy from that person. It's very, very important. So that's also a rectification for women also. And it also, when a woman doesn't feel her, 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 her light is elevated. Also, she feels completely, she feels down and she feels, shame and she feels um etc so this is also for women also women should also say it. it's an antidepressant for men and women so the psalms that we have to say are 16 32 41 42 59 77 90 105 137 150 of course we'll, we'll show the link but these these specific 10 psalms represent the 10, 10 types of songs and each each psalm has a specific unique recipe to be able to combat one of the specific negative negative songs, because obviously there's a positive song and there's a negative song. But each specific song has a specific connection, and each psalm also is, a, is connected in a specific sphere. For example, um, the word Miktamla David, which is the first one, is connected in Miktamla David is connected in Mizmor um, Chesed, or Ashrei. Ashrei is connected in Ketu. Each one of the psalms has a, has a specific um, connection with a specific uh, sphera that's connected to. So it's not just these are not random things. It took many tzaddikim tried to come up with this recipe to be able to to fix this problem, but Rab Nachman was the first one, and he was the only one to do it. He was able to get the exact ten psalms. So, another thing that klipot do. So let's talk about the benefits of klipot, of of what klipot, what we, we can we can get from this. Lesson eighty-seven. Rav Nachman tells you there's a lot of singles out there. Obviously, my my crowd is definitely a lot of singles. Lesson eighty-seven. Rav Nachman tells you that on account of blemishing the Brits, on account of having relationships outside of marriage, on account of having. That's why I tell people don't move in together. Don't get physical before, because when you're getting physical before and you're having sex before, what's happening is you're causing him to, ble- not ble- to blemish the Brits. And what happens is he's, he's going to be cold and he's not going to be into you anymore. And I tell this all the time to girls. Do not get physical before spiritual. First, get spiritual, because there's a law in life that people want what they can have. So the quicker they get it, the more they don't want it anymore. And that's the way it is. So you, girls have to have a munah. They have to have a munah, and they have to say, 
you will we'll have relations only when we're married or when relationships when we're engaged. Obviously, I know nobody's perfect. I'm not asking you guys to be angels, but if you have to think about something, if you're you're going through a struggle for years and you're dealing with doing the same thing over and over, you have to say, you know what, let me try something new. You know, if you get what you've always done, if you do what you've always done, you're gonna get what you've always gotten. So in order to have something you never had before, you have to do something you never had before. And I tell these all the time, specifically coach people, don't sleep, don't sleep, don't sleep. You're still sleeping. Guy gets cold. One day he loves you. He tells you he's going to take you to here. He's going to take you there. Next thing you know, you get physical. You know what? I don't know. It's just for me. Where is this coming from? Where is this coming from? Because what happens is the klipa cools you off. It cools you off. Sorry. Oops. Sorry. One of the things the klipot do is they cool a person off. Cool, mikre. The word mikre means what? It means cool, cool off. Amalek cooled you off. What does Amalek represent? He got my break also. It represents the blemishes. So the word mikre represents cooling off. So when a person spills this, he gets cooled off spiritually. He doesn't want to pray anymore. He doesn't want to put on the anymore. The last thing he's going to want to do is be married. So the number one thing that Tikkun Klali will do for you, and obviously Tikkun Klali, and stop doing this anymore, is first of all, it's the spiritual clarity. Why will you have spiritual, spiritual clarity? It's because you're not going to have these three klipot. These three klipot are the ones that are causing you all this destruction. But when you have clarity, when you, have, when you don't have these klipot on you, now you have spiritual clarity, and you could see things. You could see how many people that have said, I can't believe how my face changed. My face is completely different. When they go, I go on dates, girls think I, I look so much younger. What, why are they connected not to your energy? It's because you're, before you're connected to a, 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 a ruach of negativity. So they see it on you. People see energy on you. The second thing is parnasa. There's a connection between parnasa and keeping the bread. There's a thousand Torahs about that. First, the Gemara says that one who runs after harlots, he's not even going to have bread to eat. The Gemara says also that a person who spills the seed, spills bread, when we, we speak every day, don't throw away bread, right? Be careful. If a person who throws away bread, poverty chases after him. What does bread mean? Bread also means the crumbs, crumbs of the mind. The Zohar is telling you that the bread does not represent the physical bread also. It represents the crumbs of the mind. Yosef Atzadik was able to get the second portion. What was the difference between Yosef Atzadik and Reuven? Reuven was the firstborn. Because Reuven did not sanctify himself in this department, what did he do? He made a spiritual error. He moved his father's bed. He lost his firstborn. Yosef Atzadik got the two portions. He got the double portion. We know Yosef Atzadik was one of the richest people in Egypt. Yosef Atzadik represents the numerical value of 156, which is two times bread, two times lechem. So again, Parnassah, there's another, another source we have, is from the man. The Jews received the month straight to them. The ones that were not tzaddikim, they had to stroll around. So Rabbi Nachman tells you that the quality of your brit and the quality of making a living is very easy. The more persons shomer habrit, the more opportunities he opens up. The more he's not shomer habrit, the more he has to toil for his bread. The harder it is it's going to be for him. So Parnassah-wise, I can't, I get testimonials from hundreds of people. Oh my God, uh, deals are popping up. Yeah, because your mazal is being activated. Your mazal is not sleeping like before. Now your mazal is activated. Number three, 
It's going to give you a lot of strength. The Gemara says, who is, strength, who, is, who is strong? One who has self-control. So the more strength you have, the more self-control you have, the more self-confidence you're going to have, and the more self-esteem you're going to have. So the more you're going to invest in yourself. But when, you, when a person loses his self-esteem, loses his self-confidence, he has no self-control of himself. So what's going to happen? Is ultimately, he, he, will, he will lose his self-esteem for better relationships. The most important thing, one of the most important things is better relationships. If, you, if you're doing this on the side, your wife is going to go oppose you. She's going to be against you. She's going to despise you. And if you haven't even found a girl yet, she's not, you're not going to be able to find her. And even if you find her, she's not going to want to go out with you after. She's, she's going to despise you. Or you're going to be turned off completely. So in relationships, this is huge. So many people are suffering with relationships because they're trying to look for the one instead of become the one. You have to first cleanse yourself. The cleansing is the number one thing that has to come. When you cleanse yourself, you know what you want. You create, you remove all these blockages. So again, relationships, shalom bite wise, etc. I can't tell you the amount of times people are being mixed, misdiagnosing uh, shalom bite issues. You know, you have a guy with four kids. My wife wants to divorce me. Oh, he wife. Oh, she doesn't like the way I speak to her. She doesn't like the way I do this. Next thing you know, uh, you find out the guy's watching porn. It has nothing to do with the communication. It has to do with watching the porn has to do with God forbid doing this. So I hate, I hate to be so, I hate, I hate to talk so real, but what, 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 what do you guys want to talk about? I mean, the COVID-19 all day long, this, these are things that are going to change your life. These are things that when I do classes, I have to spend my time is very limited. And I'm going to give you classes that are going to change your life or help you. Things that I, that I would say, if I'm sitting over here, what do I want to hear? I want something that's going to give me results fast or things that are going to get me into a cleansing state. I don't want to just hear, you know, things that are just, okay, it's nice, nice, wonderful. But I want to hear things that are going to change me. I want to, I want to hear definitely things that are going to change my life and things that are going to make, do it, make a difference in my life. Because, you know, I can't expect more results with, with the same thing. Number five, you're going to have to, one of the things that is so important is connection with prayer. Um, one of the things Rabbi Nachman says is going to stop you from praying is spilling the seed. So when, when you start feeling this, not feeling wanting to pray, not feeling to that, it's definitely a connection with, with that, that. Number six, shame and guilt. One of these are the biggest emotions. Remember, anytime we take a peak experience, so we take, for example, dopamine. Anytime I, I, Hashem created dopamine in order for me to hit a goal. I have a goal, I hit the reward, etc. But just like heroin, for example, or morphine, gives you, puts you at two, 200%. Um, it, do- it hits your dopamine levels 200%. So what happens is, is pornography can do the exact same thing, but it maintains it for such a long time. Cocaine is 300%. Morphine is 200%. But when a person starts watching this, his brain is on 200% dopamine. So imagine taking a kid, putting him in a roller coaster for three hours, and next thing you know, tell him, oh, by the way, um, go on, it's a small world after all ride. He's going to be like completely not motivated to do anything. Because your brain gets used to, just like with drugs, your, brain's get, your brain gets used to such a higher level of dopamine, and your dopamine receptors are completely whacked out because you can't maintain that dopamine level. So this is another thing that's filling the seed, and, 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 and unfortunately, masturbation does, is it, it, it throws off your brain. You, have, you lost your brain. You have no more dopamine receptors. Your dopamine receptors are so jacked up that, that all of a sudden, to do the smallest things, you have absolutely no motivation for the smallest thing. You just, no, nah, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. 
because you're like, I have to go. I, I was at 300%. I was at 200%. Now you want me to go at, at five times or two times the speed when I, when I can go a hundred times. So the person doesn't even want to put the effort in because it's like, this is boring. Everything's boring. Or even taking out on a girl, getting to know her. He's already thinking about something else. So he can't even connect with a girl on a spiritual level or he can't even have a conversation with her because he's not there for that. So again, do- your dopamine receptors, which when, when your dopamine receptors are, then that's what leads to brain fog, depression, et cetera, because you have, your dopamine is not being properly activated. Um, Ram Nachman says happiness. It will give you joy. It will put joy in your face. It will take the darkness out of your face. So your face will change. You'll look, you'll, you'll look completely younger. Um, more, more important is when a person is, is, is stuck in these desires, all day long he's thinking about these desires. How, when, what time. So the amount of time that you're wasting, three hours, two hours, fantasizing about all this nonsense, even girls also, the fantasy and all of this time that you're spending on this, on, on, on obsessing with the situation, you know what's happening? You're not using that time to pray. You're not using that time for your goals. You're not using that time for better things. So the, look at the amount of time being wasted by a person obsessing with these situations. All day long, he's thinking, he's thinking, like a person is overeating all the time. He's, okay, where am I going to eat? How am I going to eat? What time am I going to eat? He's thinking already five hours about the meal. Then he sits down to the meal for three hours. His whole day's gone. It's all about food. Same thing with with this situation. Your time is completely is completely lost. High levels of anxiety. Clip out. Create high levels of anxiety because again, you have like a, 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 a you feel agitated. I had tremendous anxiety when when I had when I had this issue. So those are some of the you know increased happiness. You know more, more confidence, motivation, willpower, lower lower levels of stress and anxiety high spirituality, self-acceptance, higher energy level, muscle growth. Rav Nachman tells you that when a person has this issue with his grit, he's going to have a pain in his right leg or his left leg. He's going to have a herniated disc, a lot of herniated disc, pain, nerve damage in the leg. It's very connected to spilling the seed because why? The seed goes to the eyes, goes down to the neck, goes to the back, and it goes down to the leg. So that's another thing. So ability to have strength. These are all things. So again, every sin, every sin that we create, every damage that we create, there's a, it's all connected to an underlying pulse that we're connected to. So if we have a pulse of negativity, a pulse of shame, a pulse of guilt, the tikkun Klali will also help you cleanse it and give you a song. Well, remember, there are 10 types of songs. So this is also will help you cleanse it. This is where all the issues are happening in this department. Again, I can go on forever and ever and talk about this, but if you want, let's, let's, let's take some questions so we can at least maybe interact and maybe any questions people have, I can talk more about it. I just gave you guys more or less the benefits of it. Um, I have other classes on Tikkun Aklali, which, which talks about more of the pulse on YouTube also, if you guys want to see it, you want to get more into it. But if you guys, let's talk, let's get some questions out. So if people have specific questions on it. Sure. So- any questions? Yeah, absolutely. There is a viewer who wants to know what made you want to share this with others. Because one of the one of the best ways to um, to repent for your own damage, Rav Nachman says, is to help other people with it. So the way I can rep- the way I fix the past and the way I've been fixed in the past is helping other people. The more I help other people, the more things I I, I can fix. So it's actually 
It's, it's, and Rabbi Nachman advised us that when, when you find out about the Tikkun HaKlali, you should spread it to the world. Because this is what's causing, all the, this is what's causing a lot of the damage to the world. Is the situation. I've seen so many divorces, so many drug addictions, so many, so, so much people can't, can't get married because of sex addictions. There's so much, so much, God forbid, sexual abuse. I can't tell you the amount of pain that this is causing to people. I can't tell you. I, I, I could sit here all night and discuss it with you. So one of the things is obviously to help people the same way it helped me. And other other thing, way is is, is some, this is not something that's talked about because it's people are not talking about things that are really really important that people need to hear. Okay, the next question: If one has been single for many years, what's the best uh, step to stop it? Number one is you have to pray for it. You have to pray and ask Hashem to be able to fulfill this. Okay, first thing is you have to pray for it because you think it's going to be easier to say 10 Psalms. Wait until you start saying it. And you're going to be like, you're not even going to be able to pick up a book. So the first thing is if you're single for many years, there's definitely many times it's a spiritual issue. There's some issues that are not allowing you to, it could be past sins, it could be past relationships. This area has to be cleansed. So I would say start saying Tikkun Akarali for the first set of 40 days straight. And obviously do not do any of this. Don't, don't spill the seed anymore. But in order not to spill it anymore, you have to pray for it. You have to really pray for it. But if you're, I just told you, the amount of the amount of leverage that you can get. I'm not telling you guys, oh, you're going to go to hell, you're going to go to this, you're going to go to that. I'm just telling you, listen, you're not really hitting full potential in life. You're hitting at a 10% potential. If you're happy with that, God bless you. But I'm trying to just get you guys to a higher potential, higher high, want, to want better things in life. I'm not telling you you're going to go to hell. I'm not telling you. This is going to happen to you. I'm not going to tell you anything. I'm just trying to explain to you that the quality of life and the quality of clarity and the quality of connection is at a very, it's at a very low level. So if you want at a higher level, it's just, just a suggestion. I'm not telling you what to do. So definitely I will start, start saying the Tikkun HaKlali um, and, and, and really put, you have to almost pray that you shouldn't be able to fall back into the sin again. Okay. Uh, but I can tell you, I, I, could, I could tell you one thing guaranteed. The amount of marijuana and masturbation that's happening in this generation, it's, it's one is combating depression, another one combating anxiety. And they're both leading you into a deeper, 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 deeper dip. Go ahead. Can Tikkun HaKalali be read in any other languages other than Hebrew, such as English? You should try to read in transliteration if you can. It's the, the, saying the words in Hebrew are very powerful. And remember that Tikkun HaKlali is a numerical value of 485, which is the same numerical value as Tehillim, which is the same numerical value as the Samech Mem's wife, L-I-L-I-T-H. So what you're really doing is you're going into the enemy's mouth and you're repairing it. I hope that makes sense. So it's better to say in Hebrew, preferably, or transliteration. If you could say transliteration, better. Worst comes to worst, you could say it in English. So if anyone wants it, I uh, posted a number, 305-290-1492, and we'll send it out to you in transliteration and in Hebrew-English. The next question is, uh, there's a single girl who has never had any sexual relations. Uh, Is there a need for her to say tikkun haqlali? Yes, because it could also help with depression also. It could help with depression. It could help with times where a person feels very down. And it could be for other things. Remember, it's a general remedy. It's a general remedy for everything. 
but it specifically targets this issue. You understand? Anyway, it's Tehillim. It's, a, it's, it's ten, 10 Tehillim that are Nachman. It's called the general remedy that leads to happiness. So if she has a tendency to be, you know, tendency to be down a little bit, the tendency to do, I would recommend saying it if she can. But, but, but specifically people with sexual issues have to say with a 10 times more intensity than other people. So would it help with like past lives and past Gilgulim also? I don't know about past Gilgulim. I, I think we just need to make it past 2020. But for sure in this, in this life that Rabbi Nachman says a lot of times we, we're, we get depressed because of sins that we never fixed. Sins that we never fixed in, the, in our past life. Not in our past life, but in our, in our youth. What's the perfect and exact time to say Tikkun HaKlali? I say it first thing in the morning. That's what I say. As soon as I wake up, I say it. You know, I've been saying it for 18 years, every single day. I haven't missed a day. What so I would, what? Say, I would say first thing in the morning is the best because it's just you, you get it out of the way and, you know, when you say it, you feel much better. What should one do to jumpstart the process? How much time should they set aside when they start? Depending on how fast they can read. I mean, I say it in five minutes, but people say it in 10 minutes, 15 minutes, 40 minutes, depending on how fast they can read. But, you know, the first time you should say, you know, you should say, with, and, and picture yourself getting spiritually cleansed. Picture yourself getting cleansed. Um, also, you know, if it's a single girl, she should say, you know what, let me consider going to the mikvah or let me consider getting married to a person who's interested in the mikvah. There's a lot of stuff here you need to, that we can prevent because, you know, it's not just, oh, let me marry a guy who's this. No, you, you, we need to start looking and being focused a little bit more. Is this person interested in the mikvah? Is this person interested in spiritual growth? You know, it's very, very important. How could a non-Jew implement these principles? I've, I've listened to Hillam is to Hillam. But also, if you look at the no-fap challenge, it's, just, it's a non-Jewish challenge, it's almost the same exact benefits. Because anytime, you're, you're, anytime you go against your nature, which is the hardest thing for you to do, okay, you get God's light. You get God's light. So spilling the seed is a nature. Of, it's, it's, it's a nature. It creates demons. It creates negativity. It could be, that seed could be a human being. But instead of a human being, it becomes it gets spilled on the ground. So it absolutely, even for non-Jews, they can say it. Absolutely. Absolutely. But remember, the most important thing is to stop doing it. That's why I advise people to go, especially because they're non-Jews, look at the no-fab challenge and look at what, how much it's helped people change people's lives. The benefits are unbelievable. 20, 30 benefits. Unbelievable benefits. How do you stop watching porn after doing it for so many years? You get, a, you get enough leverage. You get enough leverage. You, you, first of all, write down the things that cost you. It costs you your clarity. It costs you your, your connection with God. It costs you your strength, your energy. It costs you money. It costs you relationships. It costs you. So now you have 10 things that it costs you. Now think about, picture yourself and say, okay, if I keep on doing this for another five years, what is my life going to look like? And that will scare you. So you start getting, when you see that picture, you're like, oh my God, that's a lot of pain. So now the pain of not stopping becomes pleasure. So now stopping becomes pleasure instead of um, 
you know, thinking about porn, next thing you know, picture yourself five years from now doing the exact same thing over and over and having terrible mazal, having no success in life, being completely depressed, that will give you enough leverage to get it. So anytime you want it, we want lasting change, we need to create enough leverage to do it. Could you elaborate on the letter Yud as a, trans as a translation as sperm of God? That's the question here. The Yud as sperm of God. I, I never heard of that, that concept of Yud, sperm of God. Never I, heard, no, I don't know anything about that. Okay. Huh? I haven't either. Yeah I, don't, yeah, I don't know anything about that. Can you comment on dating apps? What is your advice on how to get married? Again, it, it's, you know, the easiest way to get married, obviously, what the Zohar says, is for a guy specifically to keep his Brit. When you keep your Brit, you're going to have clarity. When you have clarity, you know exactly who to marry. When you don't have clarity, you don't know who to marry. Like I told people before, I got married in two months. After I got divorced, I got married in two months. Quickly, I knew exactly what I wanted. I, knew, I had clarity and ingo. But if I would have started after I got married, I could have had an option. I could have said, you know what? Let me just have fun for a couple of years and then I'll get married. I would, I would be completely confused. I would not know if I want to get married again. So the problem really is, is the, the, amount of the amount of damage that we cause by sleeping around, by uh, doing these things. We completely, we're, we're walking around with clouds. So we don't even know if our soulmate is right in front of us. So how do you repair it? You got to start removing these clouds, removing these clouds. It's the most important thing that we need to do right now. If you're having a problem getting married, specifically for guys, this is the biggest problem. The biggest problem. It's the biggest problem because it's affecting your parnasa. It's affecting your confidence. It's affecting your, your ability to see clearly. I mean, it's the elephant in the room that nobody's talking about enough. So, yeah, you can go on a dating app, but the dating app is not a problem. A dating app is for once you get to the date and, 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 and it's a perfect girl for you and you don't want to commit because you think you could do better or, or you have a thousand excuses, then that's a problem. Nothing wrong with the apps. But if it keeps on happening, if things keep on happening over and over again, I need to understand that every time a guy masturbates, every time a guy is dating the wrong girl, he's, he's delaying his future soulmate from coming. So it's like the law of attraction. The more you attract that, the less your soul being attracted. It's like this. What you want to do is when you fix the, the bridge, you make it like this. But right now you're going like this. So you have to think every time you're feeling well, you go like this. If you want to attract it, you got to go like this. It's the other way around. It's the other okay. way around. And again, again, I, you know, I, I think about these classes. You know, it's a tough subject, but I said, how could I not talk about it? What are, we, what are we here to do? I mean, we're not here to get followers. We're here to get results. And, and this is something that has to be talked about. It has to, this is what Rav Nachman spoke about the most. This is why people, you know, they're very, it's a very touchy subject, but it's, it's the most damaging subject today in the youth. Okay. The next question is, uh, for a single woman, how could she pray that her zivuk should stop wasting seed and to find her faster? Right. Well, sometimes Rav Nachman says you, the person will lose her zivuk, so she will be transferred to another zivuk. He can lose her as a zivuk, and she will be as somebody else's zivuk. So it doesn't mean that she's going to go back to him. She has, she'll get another zivuk. 
should go to another person. Even Rav Nachman says in the Sefer Midot that a person's prayer can exchange his soulmate. But what I would recommend with a girl is look for a guy who's who's open-minded to this department. Look for a guy who's open-minded to keeping me down. Look for a guy who's who what spiritual growth. Look for a guy who's takes us seriously. And most important thing is don't test drive the car too much, or else you're not going to want it. So the girls also have to have emuna that the right thing to do is 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 is, is have emuna and say, listen, we have to wait. Once we get married, then everything's kosher. But if it's too much before, I can't tell you how many times these relationships are, are, they get broken up because they have sex and then they have a fight afterwards and they blame it on something. It's not for me. I can't, I, I, I would, if I would have, it's all day long, I hear the same story. And, I, and again, I, I hate to be so candid, but, you know, to have a, to have a, to have a, a, a class on dating and not talk about this is, is really wasting time. How can I find the one if I'm confused? How can I find the one if, if I don't know what I want? How can I find the one if my mind is, is, has a thousand pictures on, on it? How can, I, how can I know what's for me? Okay, the next question. How do women stop watching pornography or masturbating? Uh, here right. and there, if she has been single from, for years, she prays sure, all the sure. time and it's not easy for women sure. such as I men, understand. especially if women these days are ready to get married and men are not. Right. I, I, I understand it a hundred percent. And again, I, I'm not judging anybody. The purpose of this class is to say, listen, you have to sacrifice in life. And it could be, this could be the one of the things that, that's, that's stopping you because pornography, imagine watching pornography. It's, it's artificially throwing your mind to dopamine. Once you come out of that dopamine rush, then, then you're not going to be really interested in the smaller things. So it's going to, again, it clouds your vision. And the most important thing is when you want to pray to God, your ability to pray to God and the ability to get answered when you pray is based on Kavana. Kavana means your heart and your mind have to be connected. So if I have these pictures in my mind, and believe me, these pictures are rolling in my mind all the time, and I'm sitting there to pray, and all of a sudden these pictures start popping up, it's going to affect my ability to concentrate and really pray the right way. So again, I'm not judging anybody. I understand everybody. I understand what they're going through. But what I'm asking everybody here to do is have a little sacrifice. You know, right now, you have to sacrifice. It's not easy. I'm, nothing is easy. But I'll tell you something right now. What's easy for you now, it's going to be hard for you later. What's hard for you now, it's going to be easier for you later. So yes, there is going to be a sacrifice. And you have to be willing to invest in yourself and say, you know what? I'm going to do it for Hashem. I'm going to put this thing down. I'm going to say to you, Kuala, do it for 40 days. And tell me you don't see a difference in your life. Tell me you don't see a different life in your life. But I understand, again, we, we're very, we're not judgmental here. I, I'm not judgmental. I know what the world is going through. I know, you know, and remember, what is, watching porn is really an escape. It's not better than, than drugs. You know, cocaine takes your dopamine levels to 300%. Uh, sex, uh, uh, um, pornography takes it to 200%. So it's really a drug. It's also like a drug. And what would you tell a person? If he's taking drugs for 20 years, you tell him he's got to go to rehab. He's got to go here. But this destroys your soul. The difference is this in the, it's permitted in the world. Oh, it's normal. But 
drug, they'll tell you go to a rehab. It's almost the exact same problem in your brain. It's, it can do the same damage as drugs. Okay, the next question. Uh, with the pandemic, there is such a limited ability to date and meet people. How do you suggest meeting your soulmate? There is so much temptation, not only through porn, but mm. even the women dress sure. on social media in general. Right. Well, you need to understand that you get rewarded in public for what you do in private. Remember that very clearly. You get rewarded in public for what you do in private. The person, the, 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 Hashem has your soul made for you. Hashem has the one, the ability to bring them right next to you. It's not you. You have to make an effort. But when you show a sacrifice down here, upstairs they sacrifice for you. This is not an easy class, guys. This is not a, you know, a two-minute challenge, ice bucket challenge where I take ice and, sh and dump it in my face and say, yay, who's next? This is not an ice bucket challenge. This is something that requires you to have sacrifice. And I'm trying to explain to you the benefits of it. Like we said before, the first 15 days of any habit, it's going to be unbearable. The next 15 days is going to be uncomfortable. The last 15 days, you'll be unstoppable. You have to grind. You have to do it for Hashem. You have to do it for His sake. When he sees you're sacrificing yourself to do it for his sake, he'll make things happen for you. I can't tell you how many weddings I get invited to. I can't tell you how many people call me. You changed my life with the Tikkunakali. You changed my life with the Tikkunakali. What am I doing differently than, than everybody else that's not doing that? What am I doing? I'm talking about the things that need to be dealing with. I'm not a rabbi, but I know what's not being dealt with. I know what's not being dealt with and what needs to be talked about. And this is, unfortunately, listen, we all want to escape, guys. Let's not be honest. Who doesn't want to escape in 2020 when you see what's going on? We all want to escape. We want to escape somewhere. We all want to escape. But when you're using this as an escape mechanism, it just makes it worse. Because now you got a problem of escaping, and then you got another problem of what are you escaping to? Okay. Someone just posted, you're absolutely right. Masturbation is the exact thing as taking drugs. The science sure. is clear. Many TED Talks on this, many studies that are readily available on this. Okay. Absolutely. Um, the next one. I have said Tikkun Akalali three times with Kavana, and I haven't seen much happen. You said it three times or three, three things? Is three times total or one? Yeah, that's what it says here. Three times with Kavana, I haven't really seen a difference. Okay, wait, listen. Yeah, one second. One second. First of all, number one, you can't count the scoreboard. Okay? Because when you count the scoreboard, prayer is not a video game. You have to just do it because remember, depending on the damage that you created and the damage, the amount of time a person did, it's he needs sometimes a cycle. You could take a beautiful girl, she's got a, a beautiful white dress, and she's got a, a red stain. Yeah, one wash is not going to take it off. She might need a second wash. She might need a third wash. What you need to focus on is keep on saying it and recognize to Hashem how many things, how, many, how much cleansing you need, and don't watch the scoreboard. Do not watch the scoreboard whatsoever. Take your eyes off the scoreboard and just do the tikkun Watching the scoreboard and look, waiting for results, I'm telling you, you're going to get results. 
but you can't tell Hashem, where's my results? I'll take my word. I'll give it to you in writing. You're going to get results. But don't, 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 don't look for results. Just do it. One of the worst things we could do is pray and, 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 and wait for the FedEx tracking number. It's the number one way to, to show that we're just doing it as a pull. You have to do it because you want to get closer to Hashem. And one of the things that gets you closer to Hashem is watching your eyes. The windows to the soul. What should one be thinking when saying Tikkun HaKlali? Should they be reading uh, you, it? Sure, sure, go ahead. Should they be reading it in translation? You should be saying and recognizing that the Kavana, the intention is to put back these klipot that were created when we use, when a person spilled the seed or when you had, or, or if it's a girl, uh, relationship that she had with an, with an ex or that created this negative energy. And guys, don't forget, how about when you have children? What do you think happens? A person can have, all of a sudden, you're having sex with somebody. And next thing you know, you're, you're, what, what are you watching? Rav Nachman says the quality of your children is going to matter on the quality of thoughts and the quality of breath that you have when you have relationships with your spouse. So imagine when I think, when I have relations and I have a long breath, contemplation, I go deep contemplation. But when a person's lusting, that breath is no longer, it becomes a, that shortened breath cools down the seed earlier and it can, God forbid, cause a child to have problems when he's, when he's, when he's younger. So the connection between the breath the vision, the, the, the way you have relations, has, you have to control your breath and you have to, it can't be an exercise of constant lust because that cools down, the, cools down the seed before it gets into the, the woman. So the kavana has to be purity and the kavana when you're doing the tikkunakali has to be, a, uh, just think of it as you're cleansing your garments from red to white, as Rabbi Nachman says in lesson 29. Okay, what is your opinion on showing affection during a date, but to have the girl realize that you're undergoing this challenge and can't go all the way? Sure. I don't want her to think well, that I'm not okay. interested in her, but want to stay Sure, it's a great this. question. I, I'm not a saint, um, but you should tell her, listen, I heard a class from Gedalia. I heard this. I don't want to ruin our relationship. I want to do it for us. And I really love you. I really like you. But I'm afraid if I get too physical... It's gonna. My spirituality is gonna be affected. And show her, show her the class. Blame it on me. Just listen to the class I said. Show her the class, and should tell her the truth. Believe me, I promise you. I promise you, you will not lose by trusting Hashem. I promise you, you will not lose. You will lose when you lie. You lose when you when you don't trust. You lose when we lose our faith. But when we trust and we do exactly what Hashem says. We don't lose. We don't lose. We know that. Okay. What if someone is using drugs to escape this issue? It's, it's a problem. He's got to deal with both issues. He's got to deal with the underlying issues that there are, he needs a program or he needs um, something. I mean, the, the problem is this issue causes shame. And the shame causes, you know, that depression. People, a lot of people are smoking weed because of the, because they feel depressed. So you could see that there's always that masturbation marijuana combination that just becomes a vicious cycle of laziness and, and sluggishness and, and hopelessness. You have to recognize you're, you're, this is not the, your real self. 
it's not, it's just like I was when I was 22, 23, I was, I had brain fog. I couldn't connect spiritually. I, it was a disaster. It was a disaster. I had no energy. I always wanted to sleep. I had a herniated disc. It was hor- horrible. I'm telling you, it was a horrible way of life to, to feel like that at that young age, to feel so, so hopeless and, and despair. I, I know what people are going through. But you have to be open-minded. So you have to, I, w- I would recommend going into a treatment center or dealing with the issues that you, you're trying to shove underneath, you know? Very hard to beat an addiction by yourself. You have, you need a program. Okay, I think that's uh, basically all the questions. Good, okay, yeah. great. Again. So uh, let's let's put the let, let's put the link online. Let's put the link online. Put the link on on the on the on WhatsApp. But again, it, this is probably one of the number one game breakers that you have, and it's not easy. You, it requires prayer. First, you should say, Hashem, I want to become closer to you, and I know that what's not causing me closer to you is this issue. I want to do it for your sake. I really want to fix this issue. But you know where my eyes are. You know where my head's at. I can't do it alone. Please help me do it. Please help me uh, take this into my heart. And you'll see, you'll help, you'll get help from heaven. Don't, ex- don't think you're going to do it without uh, praying for it. You have to pray for it genuinely and Hashem will help you do it. And just like he helped me and we've helped thousands of people, he'll also help you. All right. Thank you.